And we're definitely be playing, playing chaos. What what is the over under for chaos this year? Uh, I would set it at twenty one games. All right, welcome back. It's orthogonally adjacent. We're excited to be here. And we got uh, Chris. Kevin. Brian. Matt. All right, so, yeah, we're, today we're going to talk about some card games that we've got. Two of them were sent to us by the distributor, and the other two we grabbed a hold of through nefarious means. All right, today we got, uh, we were sent Valbara by Hatchet Games, not Hatchet Audio, which uh, has uh, all the books, the audio books that I listen to. But uh, Valbara, it's a Viking-themed... Brian, do you remember the rules? You've got a bunch of characters. Each person has a deck of the same characters, and you're going to draw, what, some number, like five, five of them or something five. into there's your ten. hand that you'll get to play. Yeah, there's ten. You draw five. And Just then each of those has a kind of number ranking on them, similar to Libertalia, if anybody's ever played that. Yep. But... Um, we simultaneously choose which character from our hand to put into play, and then in the order from low to high, you get to essentially draft a terrain-type yeah, card from the middle. And there's six different types of trains that score in different ways, and so, so some of them encourage you to collect different types of trains, some of them the more of the same type you get, and some of them don't score at all until you get pairs. The characters themselves also have abilities on them, so you may get some victory points from your character, and then you'll get victory points for your terrain that come in, and then... That's your turn. And it's quick. It's seven yeah. rounds. So you don't use all your dudes. And you know what? If you know what you're doing, this takes like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I think it's just 20. I was looking at it. It says 20, 25 plus. But yeah, once you get going, it didn't take that long when we were playing it. Yeah, yeah it's, we um, could cruise through it. Yeah, uh, 10 plus ages, uh, two to five players, uh, not on the complicated side. And um, it's a winner because the art's nice. I really like the art. Yeah, the art is, mm-hmm. uh, yes, definitely good. There's nice strategy in there as far as when you play your dudes, because certain ones are best when other people are playing low numbers versus when the other people are playing odds. And so keeping track of what other players have available and as far as exactly when to use your guys. There is strategy, but you're limited to your strategy because you've got a limited amount of cards mm-hmm. and you you got to figure out what everybody else is kind of doing. And Brian mentioned Libertalia, which is old, but then I think Stonemeyer just released a new, new version yeah oh cool and Libertalia. <laughs> yeah i know you're looking forward to that yes libertalia at this house got played and it gets a little hateful and the cool <laughs> thing about valbara is there's only like maybe one attack card you know and just like yeah. you take two dollars from your neighbor or something yeah, it's, it's, it's not heavily punishing yes in no, the way that libertalia could get libertalia was straight up pirates and they were hateful um, and it was a frustrating game, and sometimes it just took like three hours, and it, the game should have seriously taken like forty-five minutes. So it does; it has those mechanics, but it does not have that feel. Uh, it's quick, it's fun, it's cool. Um, we really, you know, we enjoyed it, and it's something that's uh, easy for everybody to get into. Another good one for um, unplugged to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. And I think absolutely, they've got it, don't they? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I felt like I was looking through. They have a good the, selection. Yeah, they got a heck of a selection. And I'm pretty impressed. I mean, between, you know, in the footsteps of Darwin and this, like Studio H and Hatchet, like their their games are pretty cool and, oh, and they're beautiful. Oh, uh, Vivarium, isn't that? Vivarium. Yes, Vivarium. Yeah. I like Vivarium better than this one. I don't know. I guess I'm a little, got a little trauma with uh, Libertalia and the picking the different. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> picking the different characters. But this one is still good. And, you know, it's just, they're not all the same. They're all, you know, you're able to find your niche which is your favorite one to roll with and it's something that you know with the family or with your you know board game buddies you can find something and you enjoy it How did you play it i did play it once oh. well then you I got once or twice. Two cents. no it was good it, it, like you said it's it's a nice quick game it doesn't take a lot of uh time to explain the rules it, it's not the same mechanics but it feels like love letter to me it feels like a, a hmm. first just hmm. that it's quick and um you know there's there's not a there's no long-term strategy that you have to worry about it's like okay what cards are out there i'll just grab one of those and and you find a way to make it work and there's not a lot of like you said there's not a lot of hatefulness other than if somebody knows you need a certain card they take that card and then you're like yes right, well i'll wait till the next round and i'll get it then so if it ever comes up, again, it comes up. Yes. yeah but it's yeah it's it's not that intense of a game which is nice, nice it's a, to have it's a, a friendly relaxing yes and 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 nobody nobody gets triggered so that's that's always positive <laughs> <laughs> curling up in my fetal position when you take my two dollars two dollars yeah it's a good filler and a good family game mm-hmm. so if you just want to have this for your family throw it on the shelf but if you need something in between it's a nice one to just kind of poke at each other for a little bit yeah hatchet sent valvara to us and we appreciate that uh hatchet's got you know a lot of good stuff do you remember lunar base it's a bit of a tableau builder you get a main action each turn and as you build up your base and you have more and more modules in there you have more and more options for that main action each turns because most of the modules you have down will have different kind of things in them that let you choose and then there's also these agents that you can play for special effects and you're trying to either which looking at the end of the game types either collect 20 lunar credits get 10 colonists actually standing in your base where you've got yep. room you've got room to house them and everything there's scientific achievements, so you can try to get five of those in your base, or you can actually collect these influence cards in your hand and reveal that you've managed to get four of those. So there's like different ways to approach the game to as far as being able to win, so kind of different pathways to victory. Yeah, and it's cool because it's like mini tarot-sized cards, and, and it's got a stoplight mechanism. So you have to put like these... the colors of the the lights on the card together to to complete a full circle to build your base but then people can pull the middle of your base out and send pieces floating off into space and stuff so it's a little bit competitive it was pretty fun yeah those orbs at the edge of the base if you match up the colors can get you better income to be able to do things yeah it was like super quick and all of a sudden you're out all of a sudden brian's done or kevin's done i don't know i felt that that was like it was just too fast i was excited because i got my little moon base going and oh we're done well you're about halfway through you know a couple of these different things yeah because particularly with the influence that can be secret because nobody knows exactly what's lurking in your hand and that's what that's what kevin had actually said it was like when you screw up the game's over so fast yes. you're, you're not just like sitting there going oh yeah. god i screwed up now i gotta sit for an hour and a half yeah. it's just like okay we're done yeah. okay cool let's try this let's again i'm not gonna do yeah. that again and this was another one just like studio h sent us valbara the, lo- the team at lunar base sent us this 
and it was solid. Yeah. I mean, another good, quick, solid family game. Yeah. And it's a quick game that can go to, what, five players? Maybe even six. Six? No, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it goes six. all the way to six players. Six. And it's a decent game, and it's going to play pretty quickly. So, I mean, and having an option nice. for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, solid. it's got these solid discs that you mark, kind of track your credits on that show the other victory point conditions. And... Kind of ingenious little way of tracking that. And he was mentioned the tarot cards. They're literally rectangular shaped that's the size of two squares so that you can put them either vertically or horizontally yeah. to match them up as you're building out your modules so yeah the puzzle aspect's kind of cool mm -hmm. yeah it's different but like you said it's like as you're trying to unlock that puzzle the game's over yeah you know like i don't even like i was well it's probably not shocking anybody who listens to the podcast at that <laughs> point it's like i'm trying to focus on having a crew together and then by the time i get like seven the game's already over and i'm like okay I don't know where I screwed up, but let's try it again. But it is. It's like super, super fast. Yeah, as far as trying to win, you got to be able to focus hyper in on one thing. Because if you're doing a little bit of everything, you're never going to get there. Yeah. And then I think I think we ramped it up the second time we played too, because there's like sponsorship cards or something that are in there for the companies. And those companies give you like special asynchronous sort of specialties mm -hmm. that help you during the game. And it was fun. All right. Uh, we tried a few deck builders that are from our childhood loves. Uh, there was a Star Wars deck builder we tried, uh, G.I. Joe deck builder. <laughs> And I got uh, My Little Pony. We have not played that yet. I got that to play with my daughter, but it looks like something we could just, you know, bring out here and play also. Uh, Star Wars two-player, and yeah. I don't, you didn't play did this. Play yeah, it. Brian and I played it, and then Matt and I played it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's strictly team versus team versus. So you, there's rules out there to do it as a four-player with two on each side, but... It's one person's the Rebels, the other person's the Empire, and the cards themselves are written where some of the stuff is read one direction, some of the stuff is the other direction. Because as the, the cards are out there in a row in the <clears throat> middle of the board, turn towards the person whose card it is. But then at the other side of the card, there's like some value the other player can get for just blasting that card away and destroying it from the board. Yeah, you've got like a river that comes up of whoever's cards are facing whatever faction you are. Which is a mechanism that's been used in Star Heroes, what is it? Race for the Galaxy. I think oh, had yeah. that. Um, there's some other games that have used that that similar mechanism of having the just the row of cards out there in the middle. But in this case, every card literally belongs to one of the two factions. Well, there's some neutral. No, there's some there, there are some neutrals yeah. and bounty hunters and such. But yeah, and it's fairly quick. You have to destroy three planets, mm -hmm. and you have got. I guess the base version has like six planets, and it's stuff that you remember from the Star Wars movies. And it seems like I think the Empire won every single time we played. I beat you with the Empire. I think that we switched. You yeah. beat me with the Empire. I don't know, Matt. I probably beat you every time. I don't know. I, you did beat me. I don't yes! remember what side yes! it was. I, yeah, I think you were the Empire too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's... I, I will say I've played with my nephew and I think we want Rebels 1 over there. Rebels 1, okay. It's a little frustrating because like Chewbacca's mm -hmm. out there and the other yeah. guy kills him. Yeah. And that's it. Or you get or, Chewbacca yeah. and you never see him again. You know, it's like because he goes in your deck and, you know, he doesn't come up that often. So, like, the powers of Han Solo or the Millennium Falcon or Darth Vader, it's not as impactful as you would expect it to be. But it also can turn into a runaway. You get, if you get a certain card early that just curb stomps the other player. I yeah. Mean. Or I think that there was some card that I had when we were playing. It was like 
it was like a shuttle or some stupid thing, but it worked with the other cards I had, so mm-hmm. it did like double damage. So I was constantly just killing you with like this little pew pew pew, yeah. and you know, <laughs> it just worked. Um, so I, I don't know. I guess the the way it rolls out, it was frustrating and disappointing. And there's a lot of randomness as far as if nothing but empire cards are coming out then as the rebel player yeah you can get a little bit of resources and such from just plinking off the ones that are out there but you're not building up your deck any because you're not seeing the cards that you need because what's the the full thing is to destroy what two of the three planets that you three have planets. Or three. three planets yeah yeah, yeah. and you three pick three the planets. same three because oh i want the the one that gives me you know hoth as a shield or um, I don't even remember what the other I mean, one situationally, is. some of the planets can be better than others. They, they all have yeah. their own little special power. That's true. Um, and then we did G.I. <laughs> Joe, the deck builder, and you know, and we totally screwed this up. Yeah, we only played it once. That's, that's that was on our... me. I, I missed a crucial rule, which is you always start with the Jeep ready to go so that everybody, someone can go out on a mission every turn. And so we we don't really have a good feel for how the game should go because because yeah. we, we played it without without our jeep. We would try it again, but we were just say frustrated. I think that's the low yeah. end. Um, we, we were like were more you... interested in remembering which toys we had that came up on yeah. the cards and um, you know which ones we always wanted when we were kids. So there was a, there was a little bit of that uh, reminiscing going on too. Yeah, and there's a bunch of expansions, but. You know, we've got to get that first one down before we can start putting more in this. Because I think there's good potential there. Yeah, there's good potential. What what I like about the GI Joe game versus a lot of other deck builders and such is that you're not choosing to use the card this way or that way, but you send your do your Joes out on a mission if the Jeep is there, but you also get to use their credit value to buy something on the same turn, where you're not having to choose to either use them one way or another like you would in a lot of games. Yeah, and you can help everybody. Like, your Joes can go out with, you know, Brian's turn, he's rolling on Cobra, and you send your Joes because they have the right symbol with them. Yeah, the bonus symbol to get extra extra Um, power. But then there's dice, and so I can easily lose, even though I've got eight dice and only need two to hit. Don't let Brian roll. So it's always dangerous to help on my turn. And you can expend it out, apparently. There's the the Transformers deck builder game. You can mix with G.I. Joes as allies and then put your G.I. Joes inside the, like, Optimus Prime and then drive Optimus Prime into into battle and then transform and do all that stuff too so apparently they're working childhood they dreams just, i know exactly. right there that's, that's, that's amazing unlocked <laughs> transformers uh that came out just a little too late for me i'm aware of them i watched the show but i i don't i might have owned one transformer that's it so i'm sorry you you're that's my, a, that's some good stuff. How? Oh, I was I was into Transformers. Yeah, no, I missed it. Well, and that's the thing. It, I mean, it, you got to do it right. But like, uh, what was it? It was um, Zombicide. I think it was Zombicide, the Black Plague Zombicide board game. All of their new extra characters. It's like buy this pack. It's thirty bucks, and it's got Lion-O and half of the Thundercats, <laughs> and then here's the other half of the Thundercats, and it's like. Then the game's like a hundred bucks, and I'm like, but I would buy it but so I can play the Thundercats. <laughs> I know. So and it just kept going like for they they put every iteration of Eddie from Iron Maiden 
every Eddie can be a playable character inside Zombicide. So this whole nostalgia thing that we're talking about, like they're really loading in, like all these game companies are loading in. I'm all in for it. I just got to walk away. I'm like, yeah. I can't do that because I'll, I'll be broke. So but, you're saying it's as if we're the target market. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh -huh. oh yeah, exactly. Right. It's like the, you know what you're doing or something. All right. So Gen X is important. Sweet. We, we figured that out quicker and we mm -hmm. were able to make those corrections quicker. So, yes. And now, you know. And knowing is half the battle. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm curious to, th I mean, we talked about it. We're, you know, everybody says that we're generally pretty nice about games, but what did you really think of Star Wars, the deck builder game? Like I thought we said I didn't like it. It was disappointing. Yeah, it was disappointing. I'm, we have not pulled it back out to see if it gets better. We played I'm, it four times. Yeah, I played it a couple times with my nephew. We enjoyed it, but we haven't gone back around to it. It was on Super Sale. Yeah, it, it was Target. Target, food. yeah. It was, yep. it was Star Wars, and you figured, oh, we can't go wrong with this. And no. It's an easy deck, but like Star Wars ever let us down. I know, I know. Younger when, has, audience, when has the original Star Wars ever let us down? Yeah. And they're, you know, they're bringing on another one. We'll see, and that's that, that's where I was going with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they're bringing out another card game too. It's the I think it's a trading card game now, and so mm. now Fantasy Flight has gone Ooh. to into Star Wars. That's not Fantasy and Flight. Yeah, that is. So that started. Yeah, very yeah good. that's Fantasy Flight. And then those cards weren't that awesome. So, so for me, I did the Star Wars Destiny, the dice game with the cards, and I bought all that stuff, and I was like, this game's awesome. And then they took the staff off of it and said, now we're not going to support that game anymore. So then I got like a box of mess that I can't use. So then Deck Builder came out and I was like, I'm not going to buy that. Then it went on sale and, and then lied. everybody was like, oh my God, this is incredible. It will blow your mind. And I was like, great. I'm so glad that I have it. And then we played it and I was like, it's pretty good. Yeah. But now I think they've sh they're have they going to shift their staff off this one for the new trading card game or I don't think it's a living card game it, it's like a trading card game that they're they've been debuting so I don't even know if they're going to do anything else with this one like I would like to see an expansion so that we could play bounty hunters or something I mean the bounty hunters are in the middle but like if we could have better characters or like some kind of character packs that you can include but that's yeah. what I would hold out for, and I don't think that they're going to do anything. I mean, else the problem with it. is anything you throw into that is going to dilute it even more, yeah. and yeah. you run into the Ark Nova problem. Do you ever draw the stuff that you care about? Oh, that's true. Yeah, nobody true. ever builds the tiger. <laughs> um, yeah, and with the uh, Star Wars thing, you get these ships and you put them out there, and they're immediately destroyed. Yes, you know, even the, the, you had a star destroyer or something, and you I don't think you got to use it. I killed it first because you have to kill it first before right. you kill you the, planet. Take the ships and out the planet. And you're like, oh, I got a star destroyer. Now things are looking up. Nope, gone. You know, it soaked up hits that I didn't put on your planet, but it's you just don't get that. Oh man, two more. You know, I get to use my destroyer yeah. again. There's no again. Well, I'm glad. I mean, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because I'm glad to hear you all say it. I thought I was missing something. Because, I mean, these folks, like, when you listen to people talk about that deck builder game, it's yeah, there were like some people raving about incredible. It. Like, oh, my God, you got to play this. You must own it. And they're yeah. all, like, absorbed in it. And I was like, I must be missing something. Yeah, I thought we good, were but... screwing up rules. Yeah. Because, but then, no, no, that's just. We were good. It, you're just taking cards and blowing up the same stuff. And, you know, hey, my Wookiee came up. Yeah. Oh, he's gone now. I played him twice. All right. Well, cool. Well, that is it. Thanks a lot for listening. Go tell all your friends. And uh, it's getting a little chilly here. The 
heater cranked up again. <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you next time. Take care. some chaos.